Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Prairie Ramblings podcast. So exciting. Here we are once again. I am feeling really excited today because I am in a beautiful space. I am renting um, the Lawrence Public Library's podcast recording studio, which I just discovered, and it's amazing. It's so cool. <laughs> I can make fun little sounds and change my voice and um, that little music in the intro was just a pre-recorded something or other on this um, fancy little thing. Um, so yeah, that's that's where that's where I am right now. Usually I'm not here. Um, usually I'm in my small little at-home space, which is also really fun. Um, but feeling professional today, feeling professional today, feeling professional in so many ways, um, and not in others, you know, but I wanted to come on here and yeah, just share some stuff, um, because some changes and new things are going to be happening with the podcast that I've kind of, um, taken a pause on for the last year or two. Um, excited to jump back into it and get things rolling, get some gumption going, and yeah, announce announce an exciting project in the works. Um, yeah, I usually have notes, and I don't have any notes today. I'm just winging it. Um, I have notes for an upcoming podcast that I've been working on, um, but today it's we're real. We're real today. We're real every day, but, you know, today it's just, this is it. The new things. The new things. Um, I'm really excited. I, um, got, I, let me, let me backtrack. Somebody, um, from the Kansas Rural Center, Charlotte, reached out to me. Um, we actually got in contact maybe a year or so ago and talked about, working together and doing a podcast episode and she actually um ran into me at the seed fair two years ago and like hey I recognize your voice do you do the prairie ramblings podcast which nobody ever says that to me um and I was like yeah that's me you know hey how's it going (laughs) and um yeah, they um, got this position at the Kansas Rural Center, and I'm going to or- move this mic around. I, I'm trying to figure out the best way to do this. Um, yeah, so they um, they reached out to me recently and were like, hey, we're ready to, you know, get this going and get things set, and um, which is awesome. And so I am going to be a couple going to be doing a couple episodes with the Kansas Rural Center. Um, They've been starting to do some podcast episodes about like, gosh, let me look some things up and then jump back into this. Okay, we're back. Hi. Um, It's like I never left because I didn't. (laughs) Um, Okay, so I found more info. Um, The Sunflower Stories are something that they just started in February, um, which seems to be 
Um, they focus on local farmers. They did Arkenberg Farms, um, which I think is in the Topeka area. Um, they also do a soil health series. These are all podcast episodes that the Kansas Rural Center has done. Um, and then last year in 2022, they um, continued their soil health series with um, people like Pantaleon. Um, who else is on here? Um, people talk, talking about the farm bill and organic um, growing incentives. Um, yes, a couple other. Jim and Lisa French are sustainable farmers. Um, another organic farmer. Um, things like that. So, And then somebody talked, the executive director of the Kansas Farmer Union, um, Nick Levosky. So, yeah, it seems like they're kind of going a wide range of things with the Soil Health Series. So we're going to be continuing that and um, focusing on um, grains and other producers, um, local producers, greater producers. Um, but this, what I'll say now is a little teaser, is uh, we're going to be working, the first episode is on perennial grains which those of you who know it's a pretty cool project um so excited to share more about that and yeah work with the kansas rural center it's gonna be really fun and yeah i'm excited that we were able to pair together um and that yeah i feel like it's kind of restilled my desire um, to jump back into the podcast space, um, uh, which is pretty lovely and really fun, and, um, especially knowing that this, like, physical space is here, uh, pretty cool, don't know why I didn't look into it sooner, maybe I wasn't around, I don't know, but, gosh, this is fancy, um, yeah, let's, let me, let me give you some fun little little things maybe later <laughs> this is so cool spooky season upon us folks yeah so <laughs> um yeah i feel like i'm just geeking out over here um having a good time just practicing practicing some stuff and getting back into it and yeah, so just kind of wanted to talk about that a little bit and yeah, re-remind folks that this is a thing that I can do and like to do um, and love to collaborate with anyone and everyone. Um, if you're wanting, if you're doing a new project and you're wanting it to be highlighted, would love to talk with you. If you're in Lawrence, we can meet. There's four, three other microphones um, we can sit and have a chat, and, um, yeah, I think it's a really fun time, and, yeah, so stay tuned, and excited for some more next steps. Also wanted to just give a couple updates, um, of some things for me personally, some adventures and projects I've been working on. Um, and I hope to talk a little bit more at length in another episode. 
um, on this next season, season three, I think is what we're on for Prairie Ramblings. And so, yeah, this last April, sorry, April of 2022, so a year ago, yeah, um, I went to a, um, I took a course at the University of Kentucky um, on how to shear sheep, which was so tough and so much fun and just a hoot. And so that was, yeah, that was just so much fun. Honestly, it was really hard, um, but really fun. I feel like I just learned so much when I was there and, um, yeah, it was, it's tough work to shear a sheep. It's not easy. You have to like contort the sheep in a really weird way and contort your own body in a weird way. And I, the whole time I was just like, what, you know, how do I move in a way that makes sense for me? Trying to figure that out. My back hurt a lot and just trying to, yeah, you know, do something that's more sustainable for me and for the sheep. And so, um, that was really fun to learn and yeah, yeah. So once I did that, I kind of did that out of reading this book. Um, gosh, what is that book? I'll link it below. Um, but yeah, so I read this book about this female sheep shearer and their journey in knitting and fiber and then getting into the shearing industry and just learning all about that and that was incredible and eye-opening and after talking to some local fiber people that do make fiber or grow fiber or grow you know help raise a sheep when I say when they say grow fiber it's like you could grow flax you know you can grow hemp and other fibers but you can't you grow the grass for the sheep um, I think it's just an odd concept to like grow an animal, but you are, that's what you're doing. You're like tending to the animal, tending to the sheep, tending to the land, um, to help them grow. And they then create the fiber through that process, um, which is fun. And so, uh, yeah. So after doing that, it, I was just like, okay, cool. Like I always do a lot of side hustles, side projects, side quests, whatever you want to call them. Um, and yeah, it seems like there's a need in the community for it. And it also is like a niche, niche need that needs to be met and also like pays okay. pays pretty good. And so, um, yeah, so I was like, okay, cool. I'll, you know, post on this Kansas, what was the group? It was a Facebook group, just like Kansas you know, homemakers or Kansas homesteaders or something. Um, and so I went on this, I went on this Facebook group, just posted a photo like, Hey, I just learned how to shear sheep. Um, I can't do more than 10 or 15. Um, let me know my books are open kind of thing. And I had so many people contact me <laughs> and, I was just like, oh, great. Like, I knew this was a need, but I didn't know how much it was a need. And um, when word got out in 2022, right after I was helping shear some of 
this former shepherd now was at a sh- shepherd at the time, Josh, and uh, had a bunch of sheep in town and just had a couple that didn't get sheared. And so I went over and helped shear them. And he was like, yeah, no, this other guy who has, you know, 30 sheep that need to be sheared. And I didn't have my own tools at the time. And I ended up hosting a fundraiser that um, I raised like almost a thousand dollars of the like two or three thousand dollars I needed to get this really fancy Heininger machine. Um, Because eventually, I mean, it's like it's one of those things where it's like you buy it once and then you fix it as it's needed. But it's, you know, it's an expensive thing, but it's a lifetime warranty almost kind of, you know, like it's, it pays for itself. Um, and so, so that was awesome. Did the fundraiser, got a little community event involved and, um, raised some money. I ended up getting my shears this last year, 2023 in the spring. So I wasn't able to shear that flock of 30 head and ended up doing it this year. And it was nuts. It took me two days I had a friend come with me and it was, it was so much fun. It was so much fun. So cool. So hard. So tough, but like so rewarding to just know that these animals, these animals need somebody like me, anybody to shear them or else they will die, overheat and die. And right now as I'm recording this on, gosh, what day is it? August 25th? 25th August 25th and we're at the last day of our heat dome it's going to be like 105 today that's without the heat index earlier this week it was 135 with the heat index that's insane 135 degrees what (laughs) so like I mean for folks who are familiar with wool which I think most of us are at this time in the world their wool is thick (laughs) it's thick and the staple length can be like two three four inches thick and it's like tightly curled and imagine not getting that taken off like you can't take your winter coat off and they're just like trying to make it you know that is so that's so sad and this is not against the person who is raising them great person you know, asked around, couldn't, couldn't find a shearer to care for them. And they are in a place where they can shear them in their physical health. You know, it's hard. It's really hard. And I get why people don't do it and don't want to do it and would prefer to pay somebody. It's like shearing your dog. You know, a lot of people take their dog to get groomed. And a couple people asked me if I can do their like farm dog. And I was like, I no, (laughs) this isn't my thing. I don't know anything about their anatomy. I don't know what gear I need. Can I use the same blade? You know, there's all sorts of different shear blades. So, um, yeah, so that was, that's been a really fun project that I've been doing seasonally. Um, I just started this last year. Um, and yeah, I'm going to go into more depth and maybe have um, a friend, a shepherd, I would like to talk to more shepherds. Maybe we could do a shepherd series, you know, um, sheep, sheep series, prairie rambling sheep series. Uh, so 
yeah, so pretty stoked about that project and yeah, that's been really fun and excited to do more about like keep learning, keep growing and um yeah, it's been fun to also just like be a part of the sheep and shearing community and um that there's other people that are like younger shearing in other states and that they are also one of two shearers that is like young and able and that they're it's another craft that's just kind of like fading um which is really hard um for those folks who are uh, caring for the sheep or the shepherds and um you know i also have no hard feelings against hair sheep which you know these are things we can go over in another episode but hair sheep are great i took care of a couple not too long ago on a farm stay and they're they're just as sweet you know they grow fiber but they shed the fiber they shed the wool so they still grow wool it's just they shed it which is pretty cool honestly um a lot more affordable and a lot more easier um to keep them more in the pasture and things like that so um yeah i feel like i also need want to um highlight um the kansas or the Cobb valley fiber shed which is a new um initiative that's happening here that i'm a part of um liz bonnie is the president of it who i've had on the podcast before and um yeah we or she yeah and a couple other people um marianne i believe is her name um, out of Kansas City was also involved a couple of you know other people and it's cool because it's like dyers and fiber and so it's it's all of the above it can be dyeing plant dyes it can be wool it can be linen it can be cordage it could be anything in the fiber industry tapestry weaving knitting crocheting um just anything and so yeah, I'm stoked to kind of be the the representative for shearing um, in some ways. And yeah, be that liaison um, there. And so, um, yeah, so pretty, pretty excited about that initiative. Um, I can also link things to that below. If you are listening, you... Um, create fiber, produce fiber, grow fiber, um, are trying to, yeah, sell fiber, um, or just want to, like, get your farm out there. We are working on a directory, um, of different makers, creators, farms, etc. Um, and if you'd like to be featured on the, um, directory, you have to be within our, it's... 300 mile radius with Kansas City as the hub so we go like to Manhattan Kansas and then we go to Columbia Missouri and then north and south from there um I think we go to Wichita yeah we go to Wichita yes um yeah so Wichita is also included so um yeah just wanted to shout out that um a great initiative that's going on right now and yeah so exciting stuff in the works and there will be more events
through Fiber Shed um, up and coming. And yeah, so good times, good times. Um, yeah, thanks for listening today. And thanks for sticking around if you've been around for a while. Um, the break has been lovely as I work on new projects and yeah, stuff like that. So um, if you have sheep and you're in the area, I will travel and drive throughout Kansas and Missouri, even Oklahoma if needed or Nebraska. Um, I will start to link my um, sharing email below and I can send you a form to fill out um, and then you can get on the list for next year so there's a list there's not a waiting list but there's a list and yeah so yeah thanks for being here y'all thanks for listening happy to be talking back in this mic again and look forward to some of those episodes that me and the kansas rural center will be releasing soon um hopefully within the next month or so um and then might jump back into some scheduled episodes from there so yeah yeah Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Prairie Ramblings podcast. Glad you're here. Thanks for making it through. Um, if you'd like to support the show, um, there is a link to my Venmo um, below in the notes. Uh, you can also follow us at uh, Prairie, Ramblings Pod Prairie Ramblings Podcast on Instagram. Uh, you can find us on Spotify and a couple other um, sites as well, most of the major streaming platforms. Um, this show, I don't get any ads or do any monetary consumption, so any support that you can give is super great and just compensates me for the time I spend on it. And um, yeah, thanks for being here and look forward to the next episode with you.